Hello and welcome to MSF Podcast. I'm Jay Cummins and today's program is brought to you by the Future Drought Fund and SPA. Our guest on the program today is Precision Ag Consultant and Farmer Pete Trelaw and Peter will be giving us an insight into setting up zoning and mapping systems. So Peter, as an introduction, what is your background to PA? And what actually got you started in this specialised area? So everyone in the Valley will probably remember that I started my career as an agronomist with MSF out of Loxton, where I got my introduction to precision ag and variable rate through the Your Soils Potential Soil testing program we were doing and looking at the different soil types and starting to farm to soils potential. So we started doing our first variable rate trials as variable rate yield mapping became more common and the technology was available. And yeah, I've gone from there. So Peter, what's the general journey that farmers undergo when they first get into precision ag? So probably the first exposure farmers see is a header with yield monitoring, which is almost universal now. Most headers will have a yield monitor and most farmers have access to ndvi satellite data that's basically free. So that's another layer of spatial variation they're seeing. Even Google Maps shows farm variation. but predominantly the first thing farmers see is yield data off their own farms. So what about farmers who want to get into zoning? It should also be seen as a simple journey. I have a real philosophy in precision ag and variable rate that to the KISS principle, keep it simple, stupid. The more information you add, the more confused you can get. Probably the simplest layer of info, as I said, was yield data. And as much as droughts, dry years are not really exciting, they're probably the most useful for picking up different soil types and zones and working out where your productive land is, where your riskier soil types are. They can be the most useful sets of data. In the Mallee in particular, EM38 is an exceptional tool for creating zones because for those that don't know, EM38 is a soil sensor, measures electrical conductivity of the soil, and it tends to line up pretty well as the major drivers of EM, boron, salinity, soil texture, soil moisture, to a little extent, sedicity, and they're also the major drivers of subsoil constraint. They're the major subsoil constraints in the Mallee. So the two combine very well to be, form the basis of a pretty solid variable rate or zone map that you can use. I've still got maps that are 10 years or 20 years old. So that's probably the most fail safe, but the first step would be finding a, a map, a single layer of information. And it doesn't matter where you got that, whether NDVI or just picking out your sand hills on, from Google Earth or just a yield map, starting with a single layer that the farmer can explain or understand the variation that it's picking up and just work from there and you build on it as you go. It sounds as if it's uh, all about getting a better understanding of the different zones or areas of productive potential on farm then. Potential's the right word. So we're looking for areas where, because you need to make your decisions basically before what the season and what the outcomes are. And so you want to zone up peripherally where your areas of most potential are, where it's worth making the most investment and areas of least, but where you make the least investment. And so it's really about potential and return on risk. So have you got examples of specific efficiency gains that farmers have made, those that have set up their PA system and gone down the zoning pathway and utilised variable rate? Yeah, there's a lot of farmers now using variable rate in the Mallee and a lot of them doing it on a range of things. Farmers have done it themselves. 
They've got consultants that have done it for them, such as myself doing air maps or using yield data. You don't have to vary everything in the first year or ever. You can keep it as simple. You might only have a variable rate spreader. So you're only going to variable rate spreading your ear, or you might only have a variable rate air cart, which means you're focusing on generally on nitrogen and phosphorus, a little bit of C. It's really open to what capabilities you have. That's what you work with. You don't have to have the latest and greatest. And I even know of farmers that have just had the maps made and then manually just sewing sections, manually change the rate, sewing other sections. You're making a few compromises doing that, but unfortunately everything in farming is a compromise. So it sounds like for those farmers that are setting off down the PA pathway, it can really be a little bit overwhelming. But it seems that uh, you're suggesting that farmers address this through undertaking more of a step-by-step -step approach then. Very much. While you can invest heavily in a lot of mapping, soil testing, which is probably relatively, it's not bulletproof, but it's a pretty good system. And we've done enough trial work in the Mallee that we show that it works. But on the other side, just starting simply, I've got a client sort of just had a low average years. So we've looked through their yield data, picked the right maps for the right paddocks that they understood was showing up the different zone from their experience of driving over the paddocks, simply zone them up and then apply simple strategies of a little bit more fertilizer in the better soils and less in the worst soils. It doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. And the key component of the step-by-step -step process is putting in trial strips. So have a strip that's I don't know, 50% below what you intend to sow and a rate that's 150% above, 50% above. So you have a 50 and 150 strip next to each other, go through all zones and leave those strips in there. Use the same maps every year. You don't need to create new ones all the time. And then you've got your fallback position. Each year you should be learning, you should be getting a result, whether it's a positive or negative, because we all, not everybody, nobody's perfect. And eventually you'll build up a knowledge base of, right, this soil is 95% of years needs extra fur. This soil, lucky if 5% of the time it needs extra fur. So you start building a basis like that and then you, um, that's how you manage your risk, but also maximise your potential and return on investment. So Peter, can it be expected that farmers will make mistakes when they're embarking on their PA pathway? The early days, you'll find that you'll create more trial strips as mistakes happen. I have had clients, particularly this year, new clients start and they ring after a couple of days to say, oh, the variable rate's not working. They couldn't get it to work. So they just went seeding and then you talk them through it, how to get it working. Yep. No, that's easy enough. And off they go. And then you'll talk to them a week later and no, oh, yep, this is all easy as. And so in a sense, they've missed their opportunity of doing variable rate on some of their property. But that means they've got a control strip out there. They've got areas that are just sown flat rate that we can then compare the verbal rate results to. So it really sounds as if it's a case of farmers building on from their experiences, learning from their mistakes, and remembering not to get too stressed out about some of the mistakes that they may make as part of this PA journey then. There's uh, one area of PA that can stress you out. There's always a new piece of technology. There's always a new gadget, but we've had pretty simple variable rate for a long time. We've got protein sensors now, but we've still got to build up a decent base of knowledge on how effective they are. And it's the same with a new layer of information can be a guide, but it doesn't have to be set in stone. 
And so, Peter, what are your words of advice to farmers? Where best can they get the right sort of information and who should they consult with when they're embarking on their PA journey? It's a lot different than it was when I first started. There's more and more consultants that have a PA branch in their business or consultants like myself that are solely based in Precision Ag. There's a range of options out there, but the real take-home message I'd give to farmers starting on PA is that so the technology doesn't need to be very complicated. Keep it simple. Thanks once again, Peter, for your time today. And certainly there's a lot of valuable information for farmers and others to take on board. So we must thank SPA with funding through the Future Drought Fund for providing the resources for this podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you want to hear more, like and subscribe to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. Catch you later. Music